0: Uh, next up, we have Marie-Hélène Molone. I hope I pronounced that correctly. But uh, I met her back at, uh, in 2017 at a conference of Benjamin Conway's in London. Uh, it was Heal the Nations. And some of you from Grace Life were actually there with me. Uh, Peter and Natasha, I see you're in. You were uh, there with me. And uh, it was our first time uh, hearing about Marie. And it was really a blessing just to uh, sit and be refreshed in uh, her, her message, I remember very clearly she was teaching on prayer and she was teaching on the true nature of God and just with such clarity and, you know, it was really just a, um, enriching uh, just to hear someone uh, giving such a clear, uh, um, pure representation of the true nature of God and I really enjoyed that and appreciated it and connecting with her after that and and here we are again since uh, since then I've also connected with a couple people in her church in south of France and Nice and uh she's definitely um discipling or producing uh, uh some some quality people uh out of her church ecclesia 21 there in uh, nice and so it's a blessing for us to have you with us marie uh please uh, unmute yourself and take your liberty
1: merci beaucoup shane um so greetings from uh, the south of france and i'm pastoring the church ecclesia 21 And most of the time people uh, know what Ecclesia means, but 21 is very simple. We are the church in the 27th, 21st century for the 21st century, equipped for the century. Um, So that's the name of the church. I wanted to uh, thank Benjamin and uh, Greg for the awesome wisdom they shared with us. And uh, I think this is uh, the best time to get together because I do understand that there is another lockdown for you, is that
0: correct? Yes,
1: okay. So this is the what, second one or third one? Or? The
0: second one, we're in the middle of a two week lockdown in South Africa and uh, it'll probably be extended at the end of this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, we have been through um, two major uh, lockdowns that lasted a little bit uh, more than what we thought and um but uh through all that there is definitely the lord with us i sense in my heart that some of you are very worried about the times we are in are very worried about the way they are going to lose the church maybe you are worried to um to, yes, to lose it, you're worried to lead it. And this is something that we need to take care of, it's fear. And we remember what Joshua uh, heard uh, from uh, Moses uh, before they were getting to get into uh, the promised land, or even before they would get, face an enemy. And he said, be strong, And of good courage, do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31:6. It's true that uh, somebody asked, you know, among the what the, the subject they wanted to be addressed. And one said myself, and uh, you know what, it's smart as a leader to say, hey, (laughs) what about me, moi, Um, because, uh, you know, we have followers, and we should not be ashamed of saying, hey, I have needs, and I need some answers here. I remember the first major crisis as uh, in society that I went through as a pastor was in 2016 when in Nice we had a major terrorist attack and there was one crazy man that ran with a truck in the crowd of an event that was the equivalence of the 4th of July, except it was the 14th of July for us. And out of that, over 80 people died. And, you know, I will spare you the detail of their death, but over 130 were majorly hurt. but it was even more than the accident itself. It was the spiritual atmosphere in the city totally changed. It was like there was an umbrella, uh, a shadow that landed over us. And I remember that, uh, that weekend, actually I had planned to spend some time with a friend in, uh, with my sister in, uh, in the UK actually. And we thought, well, we have, we have a friend there. We thought, you know, she's funny. And I thought, let's do that. Well, as the same day we landed, we heard about that terrorist attack. When next day we were back in Nice and I asked the person who came to pick us up at the airport and I said, I want to be there. I want to go exactly where it happened. Well, you know, it was like I walked as soon as I landed at the airport of Nice, uh, usually you have a very light, light, light atmosphere, you know, the palm trees and the, the sun. When I landed, I got in the airport and it was like I was in a foreign country because the atmosphere was thick with depression, fear, suspicion, lack of hope, how are we going to, to, and to, what are we going to do with that? How long it's going to last? And so immediately when I was in that situation, I realized the leader that I am will make a difference or I will have to crawl under that. And I, descend, I decided I have been made for that situation. The Lord had invested in me, so I would be ready. And I was the one, I could have been pastoring in China. I could have been pastoring in Germany. I could have been pastoring in uh, elsewhere. No, it didn't matter what I thought about me. I was hand-picked. You guys, you are hand picked by the Lord. And that's what, what also Greg was uh, was saying. He is proud of you. And so, you know, we he, he managed to give us the word that we needed. He managed to invest gift in us that people need, but we have to make a decision. I'm going to allow the spirit of God to take me over that situation. And in my private time with the Lord, I will look down on the situation and not just like that. Because the Bible says we, are, we have been seated with Christ in heavenly places. And when we look at a situation like a pandemic, like a, a lockdown, we must look from above and we look down. Because this is the the real sight that we have of the situation. So um, I noticed also one thing is that in such situation, the Lord, you know, give us wisdom and creativity to help people. Um, I remember one of the things that the Lord gave me, um, you know for in 2016 that was a big shock for me you have to understand you know so then the lockdown for me was not as terrible because i had already seen the operation of god and i knew that we would be fine through all that but i remember the lord um gave me the idea of to, uh, at that time we were holding meetings in a hotel now we have our own building and he said just have um, rent the room in the hotel, the biggest room, and have uh, a prayer meeting and put roll ups outside and invite people, whoever, come in and stay in the presence of God. Well, that was a good idea because what by that roll up that i'm just talking and we can't do that for lockdowns i do understand i'm just talking about creativity because god is above he's not under that uh, uh pandemic He's not under lockdown He's above and he knew all that so because of the roll up people saw that they were open arms somewhere, that they could have like a few moments of quietness. Yes, they could go in a Catholic church, but some, they cannot stand Catholic churches uh, in France. And so it was a different way of saying, hey, God is welcoming you. So I remember there was such a thick presence of God, because God meets us where we are. Let's relax. God meets us where we are. And so he met us in that hotel room. Um, and I remember, oh, it was thick. And you know what? There was a man that came in and I, you know, I didn't know who he was. But that man was absolutely broken. I heard about it later on. And he said, I cannot tell you what that prayer meeting, it was not, we, we didn't go, no. It was a prayer meeting for anybody who would like prayer or want to pray. It, it, it provided a, a refuge for people because that's what people needed. And he came in, he said that meeting made another man out of me because he had been one of the policemen that shoot the terrorists. And he was broken, broken by, you know, he saw bodies everywhere. And then the guilt of I shot him because he was a born-again Christian, that policeman, and he was dealing with guilt and everything, the Lord met him. It was just a creative idea. I remember there was a, so immediately when we heard about that, um, I, I I told the uh, uh, leaders here. I said, let's call all the hospitals and make ourselves available if. You know, some people that are hurt need to talk or maybe some nurses or whoever. So that was a God idea. And a couple of, uh, you know, week later, we receive a phone call from um, a chaplain of a hospital for children here in Nice. And the reaction of that person was, we are calling you because we are going to do like you can, you can, you, you can all, uh, meeting. We have a rabbi, we have an imam, we have a Catholic priest, but we need a Protestant pastor. And the person said, we are, we are asking you to come be, because we were so impressed by your quick reaction to help. I'm talking about creative idea. If we accept the idea that the Lord is not under what's going on in the world, he is above. And so the Lord Jesus thanked the Father and he said, you have prepared a body for me. Yes, of course. You know, there was the body that he had prepared for Jesus to live on earth through Mary. But we are the body. Jesus said, Father, you have prepared a body for me. And so as we accept the idea to live above and not beneath, Jesus will be able to meet the need of the people he entrusted you with. So is it, you know, um, this is, um, I thought, so then for the, the lockdown and everything that went with it, I these are experiences that helped me so much because I saw that the Lord would take us above to to meet the needs of the people. So. As I think it's you, Shane, who said that we must be open to creativity. And sure, yes, and amen. One thing, another thing is, yes, we need to take care of ourselves. In uh, Acts chapter 20, verse 28, uh, Paul said, keep watching over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. And that anointing of a a shepherd, I cannot tell you how much I love it because it does so much more than what I can even think of. When he said, we need to keep watching over ourselves. And I'm sure that, you know, you probably have preached over that, that passage of scriptures, to me, the major thing I had to watch over myself is to stay conscious of the Lord that I serve the one who is above. Not to be crushed by you know news, not to be crushed about my own reasoning. How are we to going to keep the flock together? As though it was only my own responsibility to do that well yes we are not lazy people we are not we are sincere when we serve the lord we love we are not perfect but i can guarantee you every one of us can tell we are doing our best so what we what we can't do because it's beyond our our best let's relax let's believe that the lord will take care of his own flock. But we need to watch over our own self. Yes, we need to be, uh, stay filled with the word of God. Yes, we need to have a communion with God. We need to practice what has been revealed. And fear, fear is a bad company and a bad advisor. Never, never, never respond to fear. There was Mark chapter 6, verse 34. We know this passage in Living Bible. So the usual vast crowd was there as he stepped from the boat, and he had pity on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he told them many things they needed to know. The problem with these sheep, they were like beggars. in, In the French, this is how... Uh, if you would have a, you know, an image of that crowd, that's how you would picture them, you know, the the lames and the blinds, uh, you know, uh, shoulders down, that was the kind of flock that Jesus saw. And he said, what I have to give them, he didn't feed them, you know, there was no social thing that he did, he could have done it probably. But he said, he told them the things they needed to know. I'm telling you, and this flock was in such situation because there was an absentee of shepherd. Don't think that the lockdown means an absentee of shepherd. You're still the shepherd wherever you people are because there are a lot of ideas the lord will give us but also what we do in the spirit we pray and also you know you have preached the word of god so now the word of god is keeping the flock together there is no absentee of shepherd because there is a lockdown if we if we refuse to be the shepherd because in presential Is that correct? Physically, the people are not with us. Then we are missing something here. You know, today we are hearing about satellite churches. Do you think the shepherd that is over 30 uh, satellite churches is with them physically in the same city in their services? No, but in the spirit, the connection is there. So we have to think differently. So a lockdown, you know, doesn't mean that the the flock is without a shepherd. You are still the shepherd of your flock. You still have authority over them. I understand that, you know, some they can call, some they can have internet connection. Maybe some have nothing of that, nevertheless, if God called you to shepherd these people, to shepherd this flock, then you are, and no lockdown can separate you from your flock. Stay put in the spirit. Of course, we should not be led by fear, but by faith. Uh, you know that 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God has not given us, has not and he knew what would what we would uh, be uh, confronted with he knew what we we would encounter and he said he has not giving us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and self-discipline first corinthians 2 12 says what we have received is not the spirit of the world one thing that I found very helpful in times like, you know, the, um, uh, the attack um, in Nice or the lockdown. I found very useful to stay informed, but not be overcome by the information. Some people say, I only read the Bible you know, good, but your people are going to ask you questions about decisions that have been made by the government. By, you know, maybe what's going on in Africa in another uh, country. And so it's it's wise to know what is going on, but you should not be overcome by the information. We should not spend our time, you know, today it's very easy. There are a lot of groups, you know, on your phone, you can have alarms. You can have clung, clung, clong every second if you want to. And all these clunks, clunks, clung, they can distract you from, you know, your main reason to be who you are in Christ and the place God has assigned you to. It's easy to be so filled with the mind of the, the of the world, released through the news, that we can't find the mind of Christ in us. Proverb 27:17 says, Cease my son to hear the instruction that causes to err from the words of knowledge. A uh, 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 French Bible says, Stop my son, listening to instruction, if it is to take you away from the words of science. You understand that? Proverbs 27, 17. So it's good to listen to different things, but it should not have us deviate from, you know, our calling of course one thing we need to do as greg said is preach the word Two timothy 4 2 living bible says preach the word of god urgently at all times whenever you get the chance in season and out when it is convenient and when it is not correct and rebuke you people Even during a lockdown, (laughs) when we want to, you know, oh, you know, oh, I know, I know, I understand, I feel for you. Yes, 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 there is a time, but, you know, the full counsel of God includes correct and rebuke you people when they need it. Encourage them to do right. Encourage them to not fear, encourage them to stand for healing, encourage them to uh, not uh, compromise, encourage them to believe the word of God. You know, um, I I have sensed for a long time that there was a major confrontation that was coming uh, between the church and the world. I saw it coming in capital letters Because you see the world, you know, going astray from God and rebelling against him loudly with pride. Like the pride parade they have all over the the world. And that contradicts what we believe. But the Bible tells us to stand for what we believe. He didn't say when times are good. When your family approved, you know what? Here, uh, we had a lockdown and uh, we had uh, like a week to prepare for that. Wow, thank God we reacted. At that time, uh, a week later, we had a prayer conference, a European prayer conference. We have every year here in Nice. And this time, I, I, I could not not have it. So I prayed and I said, let's do it on the internet, except there was nothing in the church ready to do that. But because we stayed put, we pursued, God gave us the resources. He gave us the help and we did it. Then as soon as we could, as soon as the law allowed it, we went ahead and opened the doors with all the sanitary, uh, you know, uh warnings and blah blah we did then there was a second consignment some churches had not yet recouped from the first one so they said um you know we won't be able to meet well all the catholic church went banana and it was right but they had the one who had the voice to come against the the government and they protest. And they say, no, we need because we are essentials. So the government say, okay well, then open up your doors and welcome people and everything else was was closed. And some churches did not open up because some people were afraid. So I said, let's go. Let's open up immediately. We did. And although we were right to have service the main service and for pastors to visit people and i took advantage of that some churches said okay we are going to have you know when they want to look good when they want to be politically correct they say well we are going to not offend anybody we are going to have a service for only half an hour the government says open up so because we opened up some people were like looking at us like ooh you are the big guys but the bad guys because you know you are opening up this is a major crisis in our country and you are opening up the bible says correct rebuke and courage at all time be feeding them patiently with God's word so it doesn't matter if the other churches stay in lockdown you know you take advantage you go immediately as soon as you can preach the word you know in 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 uh, physically go ahead and do it all the churches won't agree with you it does not matter the passion say proclaim the word of God and stay Stand upon it, upon it, no matter what. Rise to the occasion and preach when it is convenient and when it's not. Preach the full expression of the Holy Spirit with wisdom and patience as you instruct and teach the people. The Lord has always a word for his people. And he is counting on you to express that word without compromise, exactly as he gives it to you. And fourth and last. Let's remember that even in a a lockdown, the basic, basic needs of human, among them is to be with human. People need humans, not only information on internet. And I love the uh, idea Uh, that you mentioned, Shane, about, I think it's Emily, uh, writing letters and delivering personally the letters to everybody uh, she could. That was a good idea. Was it, is it what I understood? Yes. And again, you know, the provision of God came. People, you know, we are looking at a society where transhumanism is going to be big people are going to be turned into robots because the devil wants to control the people but we must remember that people need human as much as we can we can keep contact with the people i remember that during the lockdowns because as a minister i could visit the people (laughs) i can tell you i've never been a five o'clock tea person. I'm not that kind of pastor. I can understand if some pastors are and, you know, praise the Lord. The Lord provides the tip of the type of pastor that the flock needs or the people, the culture around you. I'm not like that. It makes me nervous. So, um, but during the lockdowns, that's what I did. I took time to visit people, sit with them, take one cup of tea, one cup of coffee, and let them talk. Let them talk. I was with them. They loved it. You know, Proverbs 16, verse 15. When a king's face brightens, it means life. His favor is like a rain cloud in spring. Proverb 27, 19 says, as in water face answers to face, so the heart of man to man. You know, it doesn't matter how many people you have in your church, your face matters to you people. God wants to take care of the six, 35, 110, two and a half people you are pastoring right now. It's not about us, it's about them. Have you seen the reaction of the people when you come in the room and you come in? You have been away maybe for one week or two weeks. Last uh, two months ago, uh, I had to leave for three weekends and uh, there was a family emergency. I came back, I thought they were going to kiss my feet. They were so happy to see me. All I did was show up in the service. There is something about the pastoral anointing that is absolutely amazing. It quiets down the people, it gives them hope. And Jesus shows up when you show up. Maybe you can't show up right now because of lockdowns, but let you face sin to the people. Go and visit them maybe, or be on internet, And but you matter. I just want to say that. Basically what Craig said, relax. God has all the ideas to take care of your flock. The word you preach is doing the job. The seeds are growing. The, the wisdom contained in that seed is growing in their life. But stay the pastor that God wants you to be. Locked down or not locked down, you are still the pastor. Oh, blessings, blessings. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for my brothers and sister. I thank you, Lord, that you have a plan for them, a plan to lead the church in that pandemic. I thank you that they are coming out of that with creative ideas. the needs are being met right now because they are the anointing and in the spirit, their voice is caring, authority. I I thank you, Father God, for renewing them, refreshing them. I thank you that they often come together like that and be strengthened in the unity of the faith. I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Marie. We really uh, appreciate that. What a powerful encouragement in faith. And uh, I believe uh, every, it doesn't matter if you're in the US where things are, are kind of um, very open or if you're in a country where things are about to open or about to get worse, uh, the things that Marie-Hélène has spoken about, that Greg Moore has spoken about, that Benjamin Conway, you just apply to your context and there's gold in, in what you've received uh, today. I, I, I wanna just highlight a couple of things that really blessed me from, from everyone what stood out for me. And it, it, it's really just a, a message, firstly, of God appreciates what you are doing as a pastor. And that was the major heartbeat of today. I wanted every single one of you, grace laugher, non-grace laugher, uh, even the speakers. You know, we, God appreciates what we're all doing. Because what we're doing is we're, we're, we're giving of ourselves and what God's doing in our lives to help other people. We're, we're, we're yes we've got to shepherd ourselves first so that we can shepherd the, the flock we've got to lead ourselves so we can be effective leaders but God appreciates what you're doing yeah and um, you know I, I was thinking about this often what happens the problem is is that that we, we don't feel like we're doing enough and I know there are some pastors who don't do enough <laughs> but I think I know most of the people in this this meeting and and from what I know nobody's a slacker a slacker in this meeting. But there are some slackers out there, you know, uh, uh, they're kind of just riding the, the ministerial wave or I don't know what, but, you know, by and large, you guys are, are, are giving of yourselves more than what even God expects of you. And I think that that's important for you to realize, like, uh, you know, you giving more than you should, you, you shouldn't be giving of your family, uh, giving to the sacrifice of your family, you're giving to the sacrifice of your health. Giving to 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 sacrifice all these glass balls, which you know you could, you're gonna in life we have to juggle balls. There's glass balls, there's rubber balls. The rubber balls bounce back. The glass balls don't. Don't drop the glass balls. Look after the glass balls. The the rubber balls will bounce back. If you can't be there on a Sunday uh, for some other reason, you know, uh, uh, raise up people that can can fill in your place or get a guest speaker or something. But realize that 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 you know. Uh, sometimes you you just can't do everything like um ben was was speaking about in delegating but you know the, the thing which came out very clearly from everyone was also that we need to keep the main thing the main thing in looking after ourselves in looking after our flock in ministry ministry isn't the sunday service ministry includes the sunday service but ministry is also like adapting to the circumstances which dictate that we can't meet on a Sunday and you might have to have go and have cake and tea <laughs> you know at someone's house and uh, and do all of those kind of things um as uh, Ben was speaking Mark chapter 4 verse 3 came to my my mind and it says behold there went out a sower to sow and and I was so blessed by that thought that the sower's purpose was to go out and sow And so there was a sower and lo and behold, he went out and (laughs) sowed. he didn't go out to, to check out the neighbor's land. He didn't go out to, to go swimming. He didn't go out to, to do anything except fulfill his purpose. And his purpose was to sow. So I want to encourage you guys to just keep going out and do what you're called to do. Shepherd the church of God. Okay. And, And as Maria was saying, you know, we need to, we need to deal with fear. And we need to be ready to to lead, because leaders lead. We're on the forefront. Lead in the middle of fear, in the middle of crisis, in the middle of all of this. You were called for such a time as this. Okay? We need to to, to realize that we are called for such a time as this. People are looking for leadership at an hour like this. And tag, we're it. We need to rise up and provide that direction, provide that comfort, provide that counsel that people are so eagerly seeking at this time. Your, your, your problem isn't necessarily your attendance. Your problem isn't necessarily uh, a lot of the things that you guys wrote as challenges. I use the word challenge and not problem because you know it's, it's a bit more gentler, but we, 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 your problem isn't what you think it is, as much as it is generally how you see yourself. Yeah, and then this is something that God's challenged me on regularly. You yeah, how do you, you see you? Do you see yourself as a grasshopper? Do you see yourself as, you know, the leader, the one who's been called to, to, to father or mother or shepherd that flock? You yeah? uh, 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 do you see yourself as, as kind of like inferior or do you see yourself as more than a conqueror, fully equipped and fully able because you've got the spirit of the living God in you and you've got the calling on your life to shepherd. You yeah? we were called for such a time as this. And so this is our hour to be able to shine and, you know, help the church rise up and shine at this time. And we should be advancing even if we can't have Sunday gatherings, if we can have Sunday gatherings, we preach the word. If we can't, we preach the word. In season, out, out of season, when it's comfortable, when it's not comfortable. But it's going to take us needing to have confidence in the God that we have. Confidence in the bigness of him. Confidence in the ability that he's given us. Confidence in who we are in him. Confidence in our calling. And then also, Guys, like every single one of you have ministered the word, have sown the word, have spent time with people, have invested into them, have confidence in the ministry that you've already given to them. Have confidence in the word that has already been sown. And then realize that you can't be everywhere at once. And so have confidence in the ministry of the Holy Spirit to work with the word that has been sown. And to work with the prayers, to co-labor with you and your prayers that are going out for your people to help them during this time. Last thing I want to encourage you with is don't be limited by the apparent limitations that we are facing, whether it's COVID related or not. One of the things that that I really uh, uh, appreciate about uh, Grace Life and how God has worked with us over the last 11 years is that we've never been limited by finances. Even when we don't have, we still step forward. We still go for it. You know, finances is not your problem. Lack of finances is not your problem. Lack of opportunity is not your problem. It's usually us just taking the limitations off and trusting the the God to, to give us the creativity that we need as we step out in faith to do what he's called us to do. And so to encourage you, just to, to see the bigness of God that, that, and how he, he, he can give you the creative wisdom that you need to be able to do things differently, to be able to reach the people, shepherd the people, love the people. And, you know, I love the, 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 the story from Marie as well on um, uh, how she returned after a couple of weeks back to the church and it seemed as if people wanted to kiss, you know, her feet. And, and you know, that just shows that they know that they, that she, they, that she loves them, you know, and, and that's how it should be the relationship that we have with our people. That we should never obviously be beating up the people from the pulpit, but we should always just be oozing love and correct when we're correcting it's love. And it's just, we're loving the people, we're parenting them, pointing them towards the, the loving heavenly father and creating an environment, a community, a family of grace, where they feel safe, whether we're meeting or whether we're not meeting, they feel a part of because we're reaching out to them. Amen. So that was wonderful. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you so much, Greg and Marie. Uh, uh, what an enriching time. This is uh, is recorded. So we'll make it available on that website that uh, you guys are registered on so you can go there and, and get it. But uh, I posted also some information just for everyone. If you'd like to sow uh, towards this, we just want to take an offering for the speakers just to thank them and bless them for the time that they uh, have given and the investment of what God has done in their life, just giving it back to us. And so I encourage you, you know, just to to be generous uh, to the the details there. We're going to divide it up and send it to them. So you don't have to uh, worry about what's going to happen to it. Uh, Chart, who's in the meeting, is very good with the finances. And uh, he's delegated that job to to make sure it'll get to where it needs to be. And uh, you can be assured that it will. And I just want to close off in prayer as well, and, and, uh, and then we'll just miss you. So, Father, I just thank you for every single pastor, leader in this meeting. I thank you that they are called for such a time as this. I thank you for just the spirit of faith to rise up in, in, in each and every single one. Father, to be able to, to not be limited by the limitations that we face in this day, not to be limited by the fear that is all over the world, not to be limited by the darkness that surrounds us, but to realize that we are more than conquerors. We are called for such a time as this and the greater one lives in us. And so we can rise up in boldness and lead and and, and show people the way and defend truth, stand for truth, preach the word and see great things happen. Father, I thank you that we are agents of change wherever we are. And I thank you that even with restrictions, we will see change wherever we are. Thank you, whatever we put our hands to prospers. And so as we put our hands to ministry in different ways, in different methods, I thank you that we are going to see increase in our ministries, increase in our influences, in Jesus' name. Thank you for Ben, for Greg, and for Marie, and we just speak blessing over them, Father. We thank you for the way in which they've blessed us and sown into our lives and ministries. And we just receive the, the word, the deposit that they have given with gladness. And we thank you that it's going to produce a good fruit and a good harvest in our lives. In Jesus' name, I speak blessing of every marriage and every family that's represented here. And Father, I just thank you for your love and that we are secure in your love. And that we are, are just uh, surrounded by that love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Bye-bye.